0: Thanks for tuning into The Brews Room, our little addition to the oversaturated world of podcasting. Join me, Mark, the resident beer enthusiast, along with Justin and Jeff from Exit 6 and Kyle from Shamrock's Bar and Grill as we talk beer, brewing, and pop culture. You can also join us live every week at 1030 Central on Twitch at twitch.tv thebearded, and we can be found on all relevant social networks as The Brews Room, including Patreon, where sponsorship gets you early access to our show as well as bonus material. At this point, I'm supposed to tell you where to download our podcast, but let's be honest, if you don't know how to perform a basic internet search, then you have bigger problems in life. Thanks for listening!
1: What's happening, guys? We're back! And we're back. Kyle's already mad.
2: Yeah, or drunk, we're drunk. We're not sure. I'm not a big fan of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're a kid. I haven't heard. <sighs> Thanks for tuning into the Bruise Room.
2: I haven't um, seen you guys in two weeks. Yeah. Well, it's been kind of nice, show. man.
1: We've had a couple good shows. Fuck yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, they have been pretty great. Uh,
2: what have you been up to? I Well, I made it back. We, uh, we had some beers last week after uh, my big fucking fundraiser. Yeah. Which I had a good time. We actually got to sit outside for the first time this year, I think, and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, the weather was nice. It was just fun to hang out and have a couple beers.
2: That, w- that was the latest we've hung out in a long time, too.
1: Yeah, I had to text Lynn because she gets mad at me uh, when it's when it gets that late. Yeah, so does Kelly. And so I texted her, and then I got home, and then uh, she didn't even know I was gone. She had no idea. So the, mm. text, the text message did a wonderful job. It got you in trouble, didn't it? But if you didn't Probably. send it, you'd yeah. be in more trouble. Yes. Didn't send it; should have never known. She's mm. sitting in tonight, yeah, by the way. Yeah. So we gotta uh, we gotta watch what we say. Shape it up. <laughs> we
3: have no we have no old new Mark, but she is here.
1: Hey, look at that! Eight
2: miles with
3: us.
1: Hey, what's up, Jason? Haven't seen you in a while, buddy.
2: My employees are supposed to be tuning in at some point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, Lucas. Which you may may or may not know. You've actually might have thrown darts against him. He's not peanut oh, butter, right. but. No. no, no, that's Kevin. Kevin, all right. I played golf with him today. Yeah, how'd you which shoot? Fun. Uh, 97. Which you is know, I always said if I broke 100, it was a good day. You know what, I actually you shot. You might be a lot better I, than me. I shot pretty well. Um, just lost a couple of balls that I, I couldn't find. The
3: Have you seen those glasses, the blue glasses that I you put them. on?
2: Do you? They don't work. They don't work? No,
3: okay. I, I, I bought them, yeah. Yeah, so Facebook's work. a liar, yeah. you're telling me? Yes, absolutely. I cannot trust. It's on the internet.
2: What yeah. are the blue glasses supposed to do? They make the white balls pop out.
1: Oh, so when you're looking for your ball in the rough yeah. or something, it's supposed to mm, yeah.
2: yeah, it turns everything blue but the ball. Okay, we have, we have to talk uh, on our break or after. Um, I had another person come up, uh, not one of my employees, but asked me to put together a disc golf thing. So, yeah, uh, no, yeah, I, can yeah, help I with think that. we should do that. Cool. Yeah, I put together fun. a disc golf tournament for
1: for a fundraiser or something. Know, like I haven't that. played in so long. I've been kind of jonesing to get out and play again. I think I played two
3: rounds last summer, and I've not been out yet at all this summer. Well, you guys so. took me out one time last,
2: so i mean was that just last summer or that's two summers ago maybe it was two i don't know doesn't really matter it's been a long time since i I walked out and my employees were like trying to practice putting and i'm like well you can guys you guys can have a smoke break but you cannot practice fucking putting you don't don't give them a disc golf breaks no no No. (laughs) you're a shitty boss yeah i know what an asshole well, we're on the topic. It yeah, gives of me the, an
3: excuse to make some Exit
2: 6 discs. I think that that'd would be, be cool. awesome. Yeah. Uh,
1: on the topic of some kind of sports, what do you guys think about the uh, Blues moves this week? Uh,
2: I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. I'm I, really I'm, I'm and, uh, really really big fan. Berglund's of gone. You know yeah. how happy I am. is <laughs> back and you guys know I hate that. Oh god.
1: Wait, I, didn't
3: I, you pick Perron in the the points? No, I, p- I picked Berglund. Oh, okay. Berglund, so I won. Yeah. Except, no, you didn't. You picked Perron because Justin picked a...
2: Oh, wait, no, you're no. right. Okay, yeah. I'll shut up. You're right. Yeah, That's my bad. Uh, but you know what? I mean, surprisingly, Berglund had 50 assists last year. 50? 5 No fucking way. I've looked it up twice. I'm, I, Berglund I scored
3: look- 70 points last year. Like uh, 60, 68.
2: 63. I think he had 8. Wow. Yeah. That's it, unbelievable. And it's scary. But uh, I don't know what. No wonder somebody finally wanted him. Third time. And I didn't like him at the beginning. Uh, but you know what? I'm, I'm glad Berglund's gone. I'm glad saboka has gone. Uh, rid
3: of two Albatross contracts and brought in the best two way center in the game. So uh, you know,
2: I, I think that's pretty awesome. I, I I argued all day long about that using your reference. He had uh, 66 points last year. 50 assists, 16 goals. Oh, uh, wow. Whatever. He was plus one. Get out of here. <laughs> Using my what? Uh, your argument that he was the one of the best 2 way centers in the game. I really hmm. think he's incredible. Yeah. He had 66 points as on one of the shittiest teams. Not one of the. Oh, well, one of the shittiest
3: teams yeah. ever at yeah. the shittiest team this yeah. year. Yeah, and a 60% face-off win percentage.
2: Number yeah, 1
1: He in the said uh, yep. I think he set an NHL record. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't take penalties.
3: I think he took two penalties last year.
2: Like Perron. total? Prone's penalty minutes were bad last year again. Well, oh, he's always bad. He's yeah. fucking awful. Uh, but he does put up points. He's gifted offensively, I'll the give The way that. that it laid last year, if he if O'Reilly played for the Blues, he would've been third in goals, third in assists, third in points. Of course, first in uh, face-offs. And first in uh, power play points, or oh. and goals. So,
1: what uh, what did we get him for? Berglund. No, I mean uh, price wise. Oh,
3: he's under. He's he's expensive. Yeah. He's like seven and a half million for the next five years. And they and so. they paid
2: the bonus, which I was surprised. So that, well, that's what you get for getting rid of those two contracts. Right. When it first came out, they said that Buffalo paid the paid the uh, the bonus. Yeah. And it, they did not. No. Which is shitty, and we got rid of Tage Thompson, which I mean, I, I like proven talent over uh, a prospect, so. yeah, me too. That's why
3: the uh, the picks don't hurt so much, you know. And uh, O'Reilly's still young, too, he's only
1: 27, yeah, so he's got some years left in him. John's yeah. young, too, still
2: he's 28. I had no idea, is that it? Yeah, I would have guessed he was in his I said, 30s. I said yeah, 32, I said 32. <laughs> and I looked because he up, came yeah.
3: out the same year as uh, Oshie and Berglund,
2: yeah, so are they
3: both only 28 also? I guess so.
1: I think they might be a little bit older than him. Oh. I think when you have a guy like that that's been with the club for a long time, you forget how long it's been just because you yeah. see and hear his name so often it feels like they've been around. Oh, for, no, I take that back. He, Ron
2: is 30. He just turned 30, yeah. He turned Liar. 30 in May, at the end of May. Thanks, Mike. We, Thanks. Calling him out. We're lying to our audience yeah. now. Not Sorry. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason I saw 28, but, um, yeah. yeah, he just turned uh, 30 in the end of May. Maybe that was his assist total. So I know he had way more assists and goals this year
3: last year whatever but he was a healthy scratch at the uh, stanley cup finals yeah. so i mean he's i don't know it's got to be good right right i
1: yeah. guess what we're talking uh, we've we've been on like 10 minutes and we haven't cracked a beer yet yeah we should we should do that okay <clears throat> i'm gonna ask me twice starting off with uh, melvin's killer bees american Blondale. This is a brewery from uh, Jackson, Wyoming, that we're going to see here in St. Louis very soon. They're working on opening a brewery in Eureka right now.
3: These guys are, we talked about them a little bit uh, the week after Kreiderfest. They're the ones that we said, hey, where are you guys located? And he said, well, our corporate office is in Jackson Hole. Like, oh, you're one of those types. But their beer was all pretty good. I, I what, didn't, what is this? What this kind? is uh,
1: American Blondale. Okay. 5%. Doesn't smell like anything. Lynn, do you want some? It tastes like a Blondale. It there's sure it does. nothing crazy. Everything I tried from them kind of was that way, though. They did a lot of like two-style beers, nothing way out
2: there. Um, They're the civil life of corporate America. Sure. This is a super boring beer, but there's no mistakes in it. No. Mm-hmm. There there's nothing wrong. There's nothing. No off flavors.
1: That kind of seemed like
2: Budweiser. Their mo though was
1: their target audience was beer drinkers that want something craft but aren't but the, safe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's maybe why they target smaller areas like Eureka and you know, yeah. Jackson, right? Like people uh, traditionally, people in smaller towns like that, I think, aren't clamoring for the newest. Innovative stuff. you got on there Jackson, Wyoming. Is that the same as Jackson Hole? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Jackson, Wyoming is what their website says, so.
3: Okay. So, again, I ask, is that the same as Jackson Hole? You don't know? No, nah, huh? I have no idea.
2: I have no idea either. Silicon so kind of Valley the only thing why, why I know Jackson Hole. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: I know it's very expensive to live there. Yeah, isn't that the most expensive place? I think in the U.S., uh, it's average is as the most expensive place to live, like even more than manhattan or la i think so that's unbelievable i mean even in those areas you have like slums that are bringing the average house price down you know like yeah you don't have that in jackson it's just mansions
3: i'm going jackson are you no <laughs> i am not but i can't hear it without thinking johnny cash
1: uh
2: what do you want to start with uh, i guess that blonde what are you guys doing for the fourth to start? Uh,
1: nothing much. We're yeah. we're gonna go over and uh, hang out with Lynn's family. They're his brother or her her brother invited us over, and we're gonna barbecue. Nothing crazy. We kind of all went out and hung out over the weekend with some friends, and that was, I guess, kind of a Fourth of July cel- celebration. We didn't shoot any fireworks off, but
2: I don't know. Are it's, you guys fireworks people? Nah, I am not. I, you know what? I used to be, and then now I hate it just because my dogs. Yeah. Because my fucking dogs are just terrified of them.
3: I hate it. I, I do. I am, I am anti fireworks, to be honest with you. Because all they do is annoy me and make a mess in the yard, and they're dangerous. And I, the one thing that I say all the time, and I think Justin disagrees with me, but a lot of other people have agreed with me, is that I would be more entertained if you took a $100 bill and lit it on fire then burnt $100 worth of fireworks. A debate
1: I don't even want to get into cuz it's yeah. going to turn into 30 minutes of talking about this. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> What'd you buy your daughter for her birthday? Uh
3: I I got her a bunch of uh clothes that she wanted, some bed sheets that she wanted. Um God, there was something else too. Does she have a car yet? It's a big bag of she fireworks does actually. She does uh, have a car? <laughs> Did you get I, I had traded for those. Yeah. But yeah. That's
1: what she wanted, and you got them for, though. I did. You didn't. Because <laughs> I'm a good dad. You didn't give her a bunch of $10 bills she could light on fire. That's very true. No. <laughs> you actually bought her real I know fireworks. I am in
3: the minority whenever I say that, <laughs> but I would be more impressed with taking a $100 bill and lighting it on fire and watching that go
1: than I would be on a 30 minute fireworks display in your front yard. Speaking of 4th of July, the Cardinals. Patriot uniforms are fucking awful. Uh, they're, they're so stupid. bad. They're winning
2: though, which are is they? shocking.
1: They were up the last time I saw. it.
2: So your daughter is getting ready to turn 16 tomorrow at midnight? Yeah. In an hour and 15 minutes. Uh so she has a car?
3: She does. Her uh her grandfather died. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of inherited Rest his. In peace. Yeah.
2: What kind of car is it? It's a truck. It's uh
3: sierra i think gmc sierra at least if she hits anything she'll be safe should be yeah Yeah, but i think with the size of this thing it's not if she hits anything i think it's when she hits something (laughs) she's not a great driver i've only been in the car with her a couple of times behind the wheel and at one point i had to literally scream step on the brake before she rear-ended the car in front of us at a red light yeah it's not good it's not good what was your first car uh, my first car was a 2000, no, I'm sorry, 1982. I was going to say, wow. Yeah, 1982 Ford Courier. I which, know what that is. You know what a Mazda B2000 is? Mm-hmm. It's a Mazda B2000 with the Ford, Ford name courier, on it. Sure. And it, was, it was, tell him about it, Jeff. I'm going to, yeah, because it was fancy. Tell him what he won, Jeff. It was white with big white plastic hubcaps. And then I went to AutoZone, and for like 35 bucks, I bought these, uh, the, these stickers for your car. I mean, they were for your car. not just a bunch of stickers, but they were, they were stickers. And they were like bricks that were coming out at you and breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done. It's, it's just, <laughs> I'm not done.
2: It's like the bullet hole stickers?
3: <laughs> no, no. These went the whole length of the car. Oh, wowie. Yeah. And, and on top of it, they were uh, neon colors. So they like they were rainbow they started pink and ended blue and or yeah, you know, and went through the entire spectrum of the rainbow, sure, uh, shooting out at you, and then there's more, but wait i I painted the inside, like the dashboard <laughs> all the dashboard, and it's house paint, yeah <laughs> painted it white. And the stick shift. <laughs>
2: Wowie. I'm not That's done. It's just not good, buddy. It's not good. Hold on. Uh, and then
3: I, and then I took hot pink paint and splatter painted the whole inside. Fucking shit. Uh, if I had photos, I would be happy. You don't to have, share. You don't
1: think your parents have like a picture of you with I, your first okay. car? When I was
3: done putting on the stickers, my parents took a photo of me walking away from the car.
1: They did oil painting.
3: He meant the quintessential '90s photo. You're right? wearing like acid-washed jeans. I absolutely <laughs> am. They're tight rolled at the bottom. Fuck Yes, I think I was wearing. I can picture this. I think I was wearing white high tops with like a black or gray acid wash jeans tight rolled i had this t-shirt on tucked in that was like it would be on outrun uh you know the subreddit outrun it was yeah. lo- like light blue with pink writing on it and then i had my side spike going and like those macho man Randy S- savage sunglasses the really yeah. big ones uh-huh. a pair of sunglasses like did that. they have
1: did they have the louvers on the sunglasses no no
3: no <laughs> Louvers, oh, man but yeah, that Super was sweet. Yeah. And, and I remember my mom was taking the picture and I was really pissed off about it. So I'm like, I'm going to look mad because I, I want to ruin this photo. So I've got this scowl on my face and I'm not, I'm not stopping. I'm not posing. I'm walking and it's got me just strutting, you know, and I'm kind of mid stride like this, like David Hasselhoff, you know, with this outfit on and that
1: truck. It's special it's it's somewhere I, I i so wish that you had a copy of that photo i would that's I, one of those one of the times that uh, especially for people on twitch that if they could see that right now would just make it so much better mhm i mean i can picture it in my head i got a i got a pretty uh good uh what do you call it imagination yeah but
3: uh it it really truly is something special uh um i look back at it and went,
1: Fuck. What did you graduate to? What? After that car. What oh. did you move? That's, uh, that's a pretty common, man. Uh, pretty common turn of <laughs> phrase, I think.
3: Uh, from there, where did I go? I went to a, a Toyota Celica. Okay. So yellow. Like quintessential like, 90s vehicle? Yeah, like beige. Not yellow, but beige. <laughs> It was also not a great car,
1: but it, it was sportier. It yeah. was, you know. It's like one of my first cars was a, you know, a Ford Probe. It was mm-hmm. along the same lines as I wanted the, a Probe uh, so bad. Uh, what we'll color? Red? Uh, fuck
2: yeah, it was red. They only made red. I think that's <laughs> it. Yeah, Lynn
1: actually drove one. That was her first car. It was white, but she had the yeah. new body, body style. I had like an 89. Yeah. Uh, so it was still kind of the old boxy ish version, but it had a turbo. So it was pretty quick for a four
2: cylinder. You drove it off a lot, and automatically the paint. Like it faded, faded. Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> it became matte, it was shiny until you got it off the lot, and then it just became this matte color, right. With the uh, you know, worn spots everywhere for some reason, right? Uh, I drove that car until it, it couldn't drive anymore, but
3: uh, I'm thinking to myself about that photo. I may not have been wearing that light blue shirt, I may this is worse, I may have been wearing a half shirt.
2: Oh, yes. Oh.
1: Please tell me you have your belly exposed.
2: <laughs> I ha- oh, are you kidding? In high school,
3: I was 6'4, 150 pounds. I mean, I was a rail yeah. in high school. But I, used- I didn't mean
1: because of your size, no. I just meant for aesthetic I- purposes.
3: <laughs> I owned a half shirt that was all mesh. The, like uh, they were the, like the hole, the mesh holes, you yeah. could have fit a number two pencil through. And it was a, a Raiders Bo
2: Jackson jersey. Ah. Man, But it was (laughs) white with
3: black riding on it.
2: That was like the the best Six Flags shirt that you could have because it was so fucking hot that you just, I mean, you didn't actually have any clothes on, but, you know, like a shirt. It just worked out well because you weren't hot. Uh, My first uh, car was a 1992 Ford Tempo. Nice. And uh, it was a great car to start with, but... My dad had had it for probably seven or eight years, and it smelled of farts <laughs> until the day that I crashed it.
3: My, my, the first car I drove regularly was a Tempo. It's like an <sighs> 87 Tempo. That was my dad's car, though, so it wasn't mine. Uh, you it know, was, I just had to ask to borrow yeah. it whatnot. I had to buy my own car. My parents did not buy me yeah. one.
2: It was gray, gray interior. Uh, it had those electronic seatbelts that, like, came up over the track, you know? Yep. And I got, <laughs> I remember getting drunk and my my girlfriend at the time was driving it and I decided that I was going to try to follow the track and I got my finger stuck in it and I ripped part of my fingertip off. You shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it was dumb. Yeah. I had a Dodge B250 conversion van that was
1: from 1977. Nice. That was my first car. Uh, nice. I also had
3: one of those, to be honest with you. Uh, that was my mom's car. So I had to drive... One I, or the I, other.: I bought this
1: from uh, a guy my dad worked with, and uh, it was <coughs> black with um, like green wood grain through the side, like uh-huh. uh, almost like you know lightning bolt style. and it had these diamond. the only windows on it were these diamond blacked out like windows that kind of like bubble bubbled out. Yeah. Um, the uh, inside just had the fr- the front two seats. The back was completely shag carpeted. With a refrigerator and a bed, the and car- wall carpeted walls. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. And, I've seen these vans. And moonlighting, uh-huh. like it had these two little like sconce lights on the wall that you could turn on and off. Yeah. Um, and then the back lights, the rear view or the uh, brake lights had purple gems in them. <laughs> so when you stepped on the brakes, it was purple. Yeah. Um, I guess got-
3: were those purple or were they blue? Purple. They were. I always thought that they would have to be blue because the red and the blue would make the purple. I never knew. I, was, I always wondered. Yeah, they, that. Were,
1: they were. Well, at least the gems were purple that were yeah. in Do you ever get pulled over oh, for those? Oh, I was just going to say, like, the first night I had that van out, I got pulled over because you can't put colored lights in your taillights. Yeah, I always heard that they were illegal. Apparently in 1977, that was okay. Yeah. Um, 1994, not so much. 94? 99? Yeah, 99. Uh, I got pulled over all the time in that thing, because of those. Oh no, I fixed those like after the first time. Oh okay. If you saw me rolling around in that, you would just assume that I had copious amounts of drugs in that car. Sure, <laughs> um, and you probably did. Never once did I ever uh, carry drugs in that vehicle. Because and you because knew you were going to pull them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so th- the worst thing about this van, aside from it, uh, it didn't have rear windows. Uh, in the the only well, no, way you it, can't let anybody see what's going on in yeah. the bed so you know a 16 year old driving this giant van around that you can't see behind you like w- within the first week i i had it at school and i hit somebody's car and i didn't even know because <laughs> that thing just has big steel bumpers like i had no idea you even hit them apparently i get a call the next day my dad does uh from another student's parents that say someone saw me hit their car and like almost ripped their Front bumper off. Yeah. I had no clip. Um, So it sucked. It just sucked driving. It had no air conditioning. The uh, fuel gauge didn't work. No radio. So I had a boombox that I had to replace the double D batteries in like once (laughs) every two (laughs) (laughs) weeks. Very nice. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My buddy and I, uh, Jeff Huster, we were rolling around in summer like 99 and uh, I ran out of gas because. The fuel gauge didn't work, so I always had to kind of guesstimate. And we broke down on Zumbel where we were cruising that night. Like that's what you did—you cruised on Zembel. Damn right you did. And Zumble. Two girls rolled up next to us and say, "Oh, did your limo break down." And I'm like, "Fuck!" Oh, <laughs> because we were like at the stoplight and it just died. Like <laughs> I couldn't even move it. The thing weighed so fucking much. There was no pushing it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, that was real embarrassing.
3: I, my mom drove one of those vans as well. Not quite as pimped out as yours. Yeah. Hers was. Just normal, but extended. <laughs> sure. It had the extra two feet on the back end. And I've been in two car accidents my whole life that were my fault. Both of them were in that van, and both times I hit a parked car. <laughs> 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 and they were five days apart. Oh, uh, no shit. Yeah. I. Uh, so when I my d- parents finally decided they would let me drive the Tempo. I actually we sold another beer.
1: Oh, yeah. I actually sold that van to uh, Artis, and he drove it. Um, Until illegally, probably, Uh, he drove it until it broke down, and he just didn't want to fix it again. Wouldn't you love to have that now? No. (laughs) (laughs) Thing got like seven miles to the gallon, and you had to guess how many how many sets of seven miles. Yeah, but
3: now you're an adult; you could afford to get it fixed. Sure. You know, you wouldn't use it as your daily driver, but it would be fun to have.
1: It would be, and honestly, we had a lot of fun. We threw a big recliner in the back so you could ride in the back instead of rolling around on the bed.
2: What is the blank game that we're drinking?
1: Okay, so this is Narrow Gauge Saft, and Mm. I don't know what it is. Saft. Uh, Jeff Hardesty gave it to me at Kreiderfest, but it didn't have a label, and he told me what it was, but I don't know what the style is. I think it's like a Saison or a Belgian Wit or something like that. All I know is it's 3.5%. I don't know what that smell is.
2: I hope that there, if we can, we could do a blind beer right now. It's hoppy. It's a very tart.
3: Narrow gauge style. It seems like it's a hoppy saison.
1: I get a lot hop. of. Uh, eight miles says it's a Berliner. He would know. He hangs out there. Uh, it's his, his favorite favorite brewery in the yeah. world, at least the one in St. Louis. <laughs> ABV, uh, if it's a Berliner, makes a lot of sense then, and the tartness. But you're right. It's got a nice hop character.
3: I'm betting eight mile is sitting there in his narrow gauge hat right now, just the narrow gauge hat, nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> maybe
1: a pair of socks,
3: rubbing it on one, his one, junk. one
1: sock to be exact.
3: One sock. <laughs> well, I bet I know where the other one is. Where? Yeah, on the floor. Yeah, on the floor yeah. next to In <laughs> the laundry in his room. You know, I mean, I, MJ uh,
1: said it's a fruited Berliner. Uh, if you happen to know what the fruit is, let us know on uh, chat because I'm not sure. It's got uh, apricots, maybe. I, I, I think, Apricots. I think
2: that Apricot? yeah. Apricots, almonds. Um, <laughs> there's something off to it for me in the nose. Uh, I don't. I don't have a problem with this beer at all. Berliners always smell terrible. Yeah. Wait till you smell ours.
1: Passion fruit, <laughs> pink, hmm. pink guava,
3: pink guava and mango. All right.
1: Passion fruit makes Mike. sense. Yeah. Look at everybody. everybody on chat. So smart. They, well, they're, they're all using all, their Google right yeah. now. We are not. Man, we got. We have really intelligent listeners. Like, Who else's listeners would have known to Google that and let us know? Just ours.
3: Well, yeah. How would anybody else's listeners let us know? That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, it's good. I enjoy it. The more, the more it breathes, the more I like it. Because now, as I smell it, I said it smelled real hoppy initially. Now, I don't think so. I can smell that, that mango.
2: It's not very often that you two agree on a beer and then I don't. Yeah. Most of the time, it's... One of us against each other.
1: Mm-hmm. I could drink this. I could drink a lot more of this than I could their big-ass IPAs.
3: <laughs> Patterson, he was Googling David Hasselhoff. Yeah. You,
1: you really got him with your... Is that uh, a euphemism? No, when you were talking about your truck. No, I remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. He called you the white rider. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't care for this beer at all. Yeah. I like this. I I do. Hopefully there's some left when drinking. You and I can finish it later. Yeah, there's not much might as well just knock it out. It's just a little bit. Okay. That's what we're doing. I'm not going <laughs> to complain. Uh, Jeff, you had some stuff you wanted to talk about beer-wise. Go ahead. Uh, you going to sneeze? I think so, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, the first thing and that you had sent me, I didn't get to actually read anything about it, but Lagunitas has a new product coming out. It's CBD and THC-infused seltzer water, basically.
2: Yeah. I don't think I'm going to sneeze. I want to, but I don't think it's coming out. So CBD to the markets that they can have those oils in? Yeah, it's 5
3: ml of THC and 5 ml of CBD oil into a hopped mineral water or sparkling water.
2: But the THC can only go to where it's legal. Well, yeah, right, right. Have you guys done uh, CBD oil? Nah. I, I'm, I'm really thinking about venturing out. because to get high the old-fashioned way. But, you know, it's not high. I mean, there's no THC in the CBD oil. Yeah. But it's supposed to help with aches and pains and anxiety and sleeping and all that. So I'm, I'm thinking about trying it. I've actually heard that,
1: yeah, you can get a lot. There's a lot of benefits for it without getting high. I wouldn't mind trying it just for my knees and shit that are yeah. so bad. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Five milligrams? Is that what you said? Yeah, I don't even know what that equates to. Like,
3: well, those gummies that that guy I know brought back—yeah,
1: those are ten. Okay, so you don't need a whole lot of these. Isn't this isn't something you're sitting on your patio like crushing all day? No. <laughs> but when you put it in a twelve-ounce can, isn't that kind of like you're going to buy a six-pack of it? That it's—I don't. Know. I'm not
3: a stoner. I just crush a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Fuck you guys. It is funny. My mouth was
1: full of beer. I couldn't laugh.
3: Um, yeah, no, I don't think you're going to drink. I mean, maybe in California or with with all them hippies, but no, I'd have one or two and be just fine.
1: I hate seltzer water though. Like, ooh, put it in a fucking beer. <laughs> yeah, or I a kind of it, agree. But or a soda. I don't want to drink. Hoppy I'd be club okay if soda. it was
3: just you know bottled water. You know, still yeah. regular old water. But yeah, because I don't like
1: I don't like carbonated water either. So it's uh it's it's just, it's got hops in it as well.
3: Yeah, okay. it is a hoppy mineral water with five mill of THC, five mill of CBD. So I'm very interested. I'd love to try it.
2: Sure, it's like the San Pellegrino for potheads.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you see anything on, like, price point or availability no, or anything no, like that? No, nothing like that. I don't even
3: know that it's released yet, but I know yeah. they're getting ready to. It's it's canned. I know that. I've seen cans. Oh, the cans are right there on our screen now yeah. for those of you watching on Twitch. Um, and you see there's two different colors. I believe the purple one, they're 10 mil, but I could be wrong about that. That's the big guys. Yeah. <laughs> those are the ones you have You have two of and then go play video games for three hours <laughs> and eat a bag of doritos
1: i think if anybody can make a move into the this market uh it's going to be lagunitas if, if as
3: long as uh heineken lets them which yeah. you know leads into another story yeah you know that we'll get to eventually but uh
1: as they're large enough they have a culture kind of a, a pot culture already i think a lot of their uh consumers already kind of buy into that culture um so I, I think they could probably you know, sell a ton of this stuff.
3: Yeah, Cal- I kind California. of expect this to, to be a very big
1: mover for them yeah. in at least Northern California, if not all of uh, the is, West Coast. Is there legalities with, uh, say, shipping it to other states that weed's legal in? Yeah, I
3: have no idea, man. Um, as far as I know, yes. Because federally you're transporting drugs
1: across state lines that right point of trafficking right uh,
3: whether it's legal or not like yeah. you can't take weed on an airplane sure. going from colorado to california yeah but if you're driving because you can't do that if in the air because the airs are controlled by the feds you can't drive it there because colorado doesn't border. well i guess it borders nevada doesn't it nevada's got legal wreck
1: yeah but federal highways are
3: you know i think you yeah can. but you could drive it within colorado and be legal,
1: yeah. I guess that's true. So
3: I don't know what the legalities if you went the, are. That's the a good long question. way
1: around. You could make it to uh, Colorado.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, no, wouldn't it just be a direct? Uh,
1: yeah, I if, guess uh, it's. Not you know, too you'd far have to around. go a little south around Utah. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to see um, what they're going to do with it. If they try and yeah. push it outside of California, or if you know, they really want to go for it and try and get it into other. Uh, states where it's legal now i'm sure that they'll just stay with within california for yeah. now and see how it moves and Did you see oklahoma uh past medical yeah i saw that that's yeah. a big deal i think for missouri i think yeah. that's too uh yeah that's one of the first super conservative states to exactly. do any, anything with uh is with that it.
3: the the first well no i guess alaska they're pretty conservative so yeah i guess uh they're the second conservative yeah. state to do it i guess yeah, I think it's a, it's, that's a big deal. If Oklahoma, of all places, can pass it, I mean, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, any of those, I think that's a big deal. So it's just a matter of time. I really think so. I think that the next president will probably remove it from the Class 1, yeah. and it'll actually become – they'll finally become legal.
2: I think if, if whoever gets elected as a Democrat, they will – You'll see, in four years, you'll see almost every state be medical yeah. and almost half recreational.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think the feds will lift the ban eventually and leave it up to states' rights.
2: Do you think that everybody that is in prison should be let go then? I do, yeah. I think so, too. Uh, so, we've been hitting on a bunch of points. Do you have anything else before I... No, go ahead. I'm going to do... Uh, Drink it or sink it while I'm speaking English. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, I didn't. I ran out of time,
1: but I'm going to put a graphic together for Twitch for Drink it or cool. Sink it. And maybe, tr- if I can figure it out, I'm going to do a poll that will pop up whenever we do one.
2: So, uh-huh. um, it was. I think it was two weeks ago that we did Drink it or Sink it for the first time. And it was just something I came up with. It's it's based off of take it or leave it. So, it, when you have craft beer, if you like it, you drink it. When you don't like it, you throw it down the sink. So um, I raise these questions to these guys, and, and it's a lot of um, stuff that's going on in, like, our culture right now. So um, I got about – I think I have 10. Um, drink it or sink it, Belgium soccer will win the World Cup. Sink it.
1: I Are haven't you? watched any You're World guy? Cup this, this year, man. I feel really bad about it because
2: I really enjoy when it's on. I have no idea. Who do you think will win? Brazil. You think Brazil win? Probably. Okay. That's fair.
3: Yeah, I mean... That's fair? Yeah, that that's... It's a, it's a safe bet. I mean,
2: All right. it's Brazil for
3: fuck's sake. Uh, but.
2: Announced yesterday, Bernie Sanders will be the... They think will be the candidate for the Democratic Party. Bernie Sanders will beat Donald Trump in the 2020 election. Sink it.
1: He's got way too many just... Two crazy ideas. I think. Why?
3: Because he's Jewish. <laughs> Come on, you racist. <laughs> I don't Jeez, care if Hitler
1: doesn't celebrate Christmas. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I kind of want to say sink it because I am not convinced that either one of them will run in. 2020. I, I don't think Trump runs. I don't think either Honestly. one of them will run in twenty twenty.
2: Okay. Uh, well, that that was just announced that they thought that. that, that the Democrat. I got it off Yahoo News too, so it's definitely legitimate. <laughs> Jason <laughs> um, Yeah,
3: they also were convinced that Hillary was going to be the Democratic yeah. nominee last year.
2: Drink it or sink it, Nirvana is a better band or group than the Wu Tang Clan. Drink it. Sink it. Drink it. <laughs> oh, speaking of Wu Tang,
1: uh, if you're listening and you're a fan of Wu Tang, Jizza uh, from Wu Tang actually has a show on Netflix right now. Ah, uh, called Liquid Genius, and I just found it the other night. I'm looking really forward to watching it. Really? Yeah, watch it yet? No. no. Right. Uh, so check that out.
3: Uh, I'm almost done with season two of Glow. If that means anything to you, how but is it's it? It's fucking great. Really? I really enjoyed it, the first season. It starts the exact same way for me as the season uh, first season did. I didn't really care for episode one or two, and then it just gets so good. And this one did the exact same thing. It's so good. I love it. It's a good show.
2: All right, Jeff, you're going to be the only ones that can answer, or you're the only one that can answer this. Uh Drink it or sink it. Neymar lays down more than Stormy Daniels. (laughs) (laughs) Say that
1: one more time. (laughs) Neymar
3: lays down more than Stormy (laughs) Daniels. Yeah, no,
1: I'm drinking that, man.
2: <laughs> I am drinking Neymar that. As a Brazil player, yeah, I, I've so. seen enough highlights. I know what you're talking about. I like that. Big laugh out of Jeff, that one. Uh, that drink, was Kyle's one funny for the year, guys. Yeah. <laughs> drink it or sing it. Drake is the Nickelback of rap.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll drink that.
1: <laughs> I don't even quite know what that means, but I'm going to say drink it because Drake sucks. Yeah, and you. everybody loves <laughs> him. Yeah, he's so, going to sell a billion records, yeah. and he has hundreds of millions of dollars,
2: but he's terrible. All right, we'll get in, <laughs> get in a little more than everybody understands. Uh, drink it or sing it, Ryan O'Reilly will see a Western Conference championship as a blue. At, <sighs> not just next year? No, as a blue.
3: I got I to go with it. I'm going to... Uh,
1: I'm going to say drink it. I am too, even though it's, I'm sure I'm wrong. It's all going to come down to goaltending. Yeah.
3: I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say drink it.
2: All right. Um, we'll say on the hockey. Uh, drink it or sing it. Jonathan Tavares is more exciting to, in news to Canada. <laughs> Perry says his front office. <laughs> when Jonathan, he makes it to the front office what? after his career's over. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Navarrez is more exciting to news in Canada than legal weed. Yes. No. Drink it, sink it. So you think weed's more exciting? And bigger news
3: right bigger now? News, yeah. Yes. In Canada? Yes. <clears throat> Maybe not in Toronto, but in Canada the weed what thing he is bigger. sign for? Seven, 7
1: years? 7 years for 77
2: million. Yeah, 11 a year. <laughs> I saw a tweet is he 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 wrote out a big thank you tweet to the Islanders fans and said thank you for helping me mold uh, mold me. I saw that. I know exactly what (laughs) you're talking about. (laughs) And some guy was like, fuck you, Jonathan Tavares. Seven years Uh, for
1: 77. LeBron got four years for what, 140? 154. 154. Jesus Christ. That's
3: just shy of 40 million a year. Yeah.
1: Plus, how much is he making in
3: uh, endorsements? endorsements Over 100 million. I I think I saw something that it was like $78 a year. That's that north north of seventy-eight
2: million. $8. Yes, <laughs> north of $78 a year in endorsements alone.
1: Will LeBron be the highest paid athlete of all time?
2: Yes. Uh it was supposed to be Tiger Woods cuz he was supposed to be the I, first I mean, one. collectively I over a, a career. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he will. I know uh LeBron or Tiger's over a billion lifetime, yeah, right? But you know he 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 had that whole divorce thing where he's fucking sure, waitresses. Yeah. And, sure you and you know what?
3: I mean, LeBron has done all this shit. Yeah, I mean, he left Cleveland and did the whole bullshit thing in Miami and all that. But he's never been popped for drugs. He's never hit a woman. He's—I mean—he seems like a pretty it, decent like a guy, stand-up guy. Yeah, he's a little conceited, a little full of himself. But what professional athlete isn't? It's kind of—I think you know—you
1: kind of it's, have to have an attitude like that if you're in yeah. professional sports. You have to have a "go get him, I'm better than you" attitude if you want to win. And yeah, so I don't fault. Guys, wow. for be you know acting a little
2: bit that way. Yeah. I saw a thing that said that at 19 years old, uh, LeBron James is making 250 thousand dollars a week, and he never cheated on his wife. He always took care of his kids. He never had to run in with the law. And then you fast forward to when he got his huge contract. and He was making, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands, maybe a million dollars a week, and he still never fucked up. He right. always yeah. somehow somehow managed his life. And was raised right and and made sure that he took care of everything he was supposed good to. Good for him. Hopefully he doesn't yeah. good with all that money, though. I hope so, too. Uh, I, I don't really like that he left Cleveland. I think it was kind of a shithead thing to do, but yeah, he's, uh, he's, chasing about about he's chasing it so twice. Doesn't That's, matter to me. I, I had, I
3: had <laughs> Does everybody burn in his jersey again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. burning
2: oh, Tavares' to yeah. jersey yeah.
4: today. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Alright. Um, drink it or sink it. There are more golf carts in Cottleville than there are fireworks stands in St. Charles. <laughs>
3: Sink it. No way in hell.
2: <laughs> you think there's more? You can't throw a dead cat and not hit a firework
3: stand in St. <laughs> Charles, for fuck's sake.
1: <laughs> I drive by... I only drive by one on the way to work, actually. But there is, I would say, within a one-mile radius of my house, probably a dozen.
2: Yeah, it's insane. Yep. All right, so uh, for, you get, for listeners that, that don't know that yeah. much about us, so there used to be this okay. little bitty... Um, this little bitty bar to the left of Jeff here to exit called Seven Cupcakes, and it was based on the Seven Deadly Sins. Correct. And uh, it was a cupcake bar that they used, you know, Walmart cupcake batter, basically. They just it, went and bought was, them out of Betty yes. Crocker mix. Yeah. Every, Duncan Hines. Duncan Hines. Uh, All right, so drink it or sink it. Seven Cupcakes is a better bar than Roseanne. Kyle's got the jokes tonight, man. (laughs) Yeah.
3: And I'm going to say, drink it. Yes. I'm going to say, drink it. Yeah.
2: I got to go with drink it on there as well. (laughs) All right. uh, Six Mile Bridge is the surprise St. Louis Brewery of the Year so far.
3: No. No. Sink it. Who is? We are. Thanks at six. We're expanding. 15 barrel brew house. Surprise! Surprise.
1: Uh, If you just want to talk about breweries that maybe don't have the craziest following, I guess. I don't know. I thought they've always made pretty solid beer, though. I did, too. Um, I have nothing against those guys there. We're actually drinking one of their beers
2: tonight, so we'll find out if... uh, I think their beers have been really good this year, and that's why I said that. I I don't know that any other breweries has surprised me more by the quality of their beer. Okay, that's so a fair statement. It. Uh, let's let's finish this. Okay, so um, I got two more. Uh, drink it or sink it. Morning recovery makes you feel better than losing your virginity. No, god no, no, I'm no, sinking no, that. No, sinking that, sink sink that, that one. I mean, I, I it do love nice me some though. morning recovery, but uh, I do feel great when I drink it though.
0: I'm really on it. Well, yes. when you when you,
3: when you lose your virginity, you come and tell me which one was better.
1: Nine years of marriage, Kyle's still waiting. He gets a lot of over the pants hand job, so
2: I can't wait for you guys to hear my fucking after dark story. Okay, awesome. <laughs> From last night, it's great. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, last one: S- Drink it or sink it. St. Louis brewery scene is top five in the nation. Brewery uh, scene. Oof. I mean, how do I say no to that? I can't say no to that. But, but I mean, honestly, like I, I actually like was thinking about it. Asheville is, I think, above us.
1: Here's, what, here's and why I've been I Asheville, would say sink
2: it. I, I, I'm, I'm not
3: I'm going to disagree. I'm going to
2: say drink it.
1: I'm going to say sink it because a lot of other cities I've been to, you talk about Denver, um, mm-hmm. Asheville, um, even Chicago to a point, you can pop out and walk to so many breweries, I think St. Louis is so spread out. I think that's what keeps it from being a top tier beer city. Okay, you
3: notice you only said three. That were better.
1: You could say Portland, yeah. uh, San Diego. Uh, Here's why I'm going to say drink it. Okay.
3: We have two of the most sought after breweries in the world.
2: I think he, I think no matter so-
3: what your opinion of those two breweries are, we have two of the most sought after breweries in the world. Side project and
1: premium. Yes.
2: I think you threw forehands in there. And we it's really- also
3: have a vastly underrated forehands, a vastly underrated second shift,
1: a vastly underrated exit six. I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna yeah. sink it on
3: being underrated
1: on all uh, of those other than exit six outside of St. Louis. Yeah, uh, I don't know why I don't. Writers selling it. beer in all over Europe because he, all of the connections they've made. All over, over Europe.
3: There. It's, he's in two cities. Okay, uh, how many cities are we in, in Europe? We're not even in another city in, in the U.S. <laughs> I mean, he's, 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 you, can't, you can't really compare us to that. You know, we don't have a friend that went over to Denmark and opened a brewery.
1: I think I th- uh, Forehand, okay, second shift maybe. Forehand's, I don't think it's anywhere close to the under, underrated. Uh, Outside of St. Louis, okay. I disagree.
3: I don't have anybody from out of town coming up to me and go, oh, I really heard about Forehand's. I can't wait to go and check it out. Or I went to Forehand's because I heard such good things about it. Everybody from out of town that comes in here says, you know, I came here to St. Louis. I really wanted to try out Perennial and uh, Side Project. I Googled you. I found you. came here. You know, what a great surprise. You know, I, no one ever says I couldn't wait to go to Four Hands. They, they say I went to Four Hands, and
2: wow, that place is awesome. But I don't hear it. I, I, there, there's so many. I mean, you have Civil Life, too, that if, if between all of us. Mike Stewart I mean, just
1: mentioned Civil Life as –
2: vastly underrated. But uh, they don't, I agree 100%. Us, they don't but, have the uh, distribution footprint. Between, between uh, us three, we've had several hundred, maybe a thousand brown ales and Civil Life is absolutely a number one. I don't know a better brown ale that I've ever had in my entire life than their brown. Trotter Fox. <laughs> Trotter Fox is not I'm sorry, not as <laughs> good as civilized brown. Get
1: out of here. It's not our recipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eight Mile just said that out of all the places he's been, St. Louis is the most fun. The most well, fun to me. That just seems like.
3: We also have Narrow Gauge, who is sure. probably also in that yeah, yeah, we highly say rated, that. coveted b- beer outside of St. Louis. I, I think you have to put us in top five right now.
1: I don't. Just because of a couple of breweries that people are looking for, I think there's so many other things for me. And actually, I was going to talk about this on After Dark. Um, Just for me, when I go to a city, I look for, you know, breweries that are close to each other that I can walk to. You know, there's, you know, the neighborhoods are nice. Um, I don't know. St. Louis has a great beer scene, don't get me wrong. We have a ton of breweries. I'm talking about quality. Oh, yeah. If you just want to talk quality wise, then I would have to say yes. You know, Out of this almost 60 breweries that we have in the Brewer's Guild, I would say most of them are pretty fucking good. At least... Make- when, when you've got a city as small
3: as St. Louis, granted it's up and coming, but as small as us and you've got, in my opinion, a minimum of six world-class breweries, there are six breweries in St. Louis that I would put up against any brewery in the world. I don't know how you can't. I, sure. I I can't say that about Asheville. I've never been to Asheville, so I I, I mean it's not a valid argument. I, I know. But well, you got some big boys down but, there. Yeah, sure. But okay, what about uh, Chicago? Can you say that about Chicago? And Chicago's got a great beer scene. I love it up there, and there's some great breweries that I, I've been to. I think to.
1: Chicago is a much weaker uh, thing now that I think about it. Much bigger beer city over than St. Louis. Yeah, I think so too. And as much, I mean,
3: you got microphone and uh, uh, pipeworks, and uh, you know, personal favorite of mine, Dry Hop. Yeah, yeah. There's some really great stuff and some lesser-known good breweries up there. I'm not trying to dog any of them. Yeah. But can you name three breweries out of Chicago that have the same following and desire and whatnot of perennial side project and
1: Narrow Gauge? Three Floyds. Yeah. Okay. That's, That's, that's probably it though. Honestly. And they're not even in Chicago. I mean, no, close yeah, enough, yeah. but
2: yeah. On that note, real quick, we should pause for a commercial break. Yeah. I'm actually going to go pee while you guys okay. continue to talk. Cool.
1: cool. Justin here for Morning Recovery. You know what I love? Drinking. You know what I hate? Hangovers. That's why I never leave the bar without grabbing a Morning Recovery. No, they didn't bottle up Ann Sullivan, but it is full of vitamins and science. Drink it at the end of the night and wake up feeling like you had a boring night in with the family. Check out MorningRecoveryDrink.com for more information. And remember, with Morning Recovery, tomorrow starts tonight.
0: The Armenio family has always been involved in entertainment. Before his son invented television in the early 20th century, my great great grandfather, Cornelius Arminio, was known for putting on the greatest international entertainment spectacle in the history of the U.S. Canadian border. Himself a noted and tremendous coward, he convinced local drunkards to ride over Niagara Falls in faulty barrels and then bet heavily against their survival. Well, had old Corny known about the quality wood used to make the barrel-aged bottle openers that sponsor our show, perhaps we wouldn't have lost so many depressed people in upstate New York, including Kyle's great-grandfather, who fittingly died in the largest of these three rapids that make up Niagara, Horseshoe Falls. So go buy
1: barrel-aged bottle openers. It's a family tradition. Uh, okay, that was a fun drink at your a cow. Good job. That was fun. Interesting. Uh, Jeff, what do you want to talk about next? Got some other things?
3: I don't know. I sent you all on my lists. I don't
1: have them pulled up, so I got to mark the time here. Uh, we talked about the Lagunitas stuff. Uh, the other really interesting thing I thought you sent me was about the uh, article, When Did People Start Reusing Yeast? yeah I thought that was a really interesting article. Um, really because a lot of people thought that Louis Pasteur was you know kind of the originator of that Who' um, <laughs> fuck that up, that Jeff almost <laughs> just spilt his beer all over our equipment. Uh, turns out, not the case. Now, it turns out people have known about
3: yeast and what it does for beer for hundreds of years, and I was I was kind of shocked to read that to, to see that there's like uh, you know a, a recipe book from the 1500s, 1400s, something like that. Yeah, uh, the Danish one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that talks about, you know, it's got a beer recipe in it, and yeast is not listed as an ingredient, not because people didn't know about yeast, but because it was just simple common knowledge. You have to add yeast t- to make beer. And what it said was, when you add your yeast, make sure that the beer is not too hot and not too cold to you know, add it milk at the warm right time. Was.
1: Yeah, milk warm, that's right. <laughs> it's a term we don't use enough anymore.
3: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to try and work that into my repertoire. But, but to hear that when you know no one even knew what a microscope was, but they knew what yeast was and, and the actual use of it in, in beer making, I thought uh, was, was absolutely fascinating.
1: They went back as far as like near zero uh, and found references to recipes um, in Egypt, uh, other places in Africa, and also in Europe from the same time period. Uh, so that kind of tells you how fast beer spread across the world, which is crazy, and that enough people throughout the world all kind of figured that stuff out at the same time. Yeah, um, And it's weird, it, not just with beer, but a lot of food uh, noodles was another one where you got noodles in Asia and uh-huh. Europe and Africa, all kind of around the same time. How you know people develop these? Uh, I don't, you know what I call Recipes. beer technology, but yeah, you know, sure. kind of um, very close to each other.
3: Uh, one thing that I, I that I did wonder about this is what that when they said add your yeast at this point, how did people add their
1: yeast? I mean they didn't have a packet, right? So I actually. Have a picture on Twitch right now. It'll switch over. That was one of the in- most interesting things I thought was this yeast ring yeah. that they talk about in some of the really old um, books. And it basically is a bunch of wood pieces, like they f- folded together into a, uh, a ring and they would drag it through the foam of the beer and then drop it into a new batch. Um, and th- they talked about, like, how, why would they even try that other than. We know when we have foam that that means we have beer. So if we take the foam and put it into wort, will that also make beer? And so yeah, they had this ring that they just reused. You'd uh, they said they would drag it through the foam, hang it, and dry it, and then drop it into fresh wort. I remember this now. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's been a minute since I've read the article. I read the yeah. article a lot
1: more recently yeah. than you did. Uh, I thought that was really cool, though. Um, you know, just the ingenuity and when you don 't have the you know microscopes and you don 't even uh-huh. know what yeast is you can 't look at a single cell or of yeast uh to figure out how how to make beer it 's pretty cool you know the, the
3: what that means is that if somebody was you know traveling and bought this beer recipe book or the you know recipe the cookbook that beer recipe and went to back home and made that the beer would taste nothing like what they had no because the, uh, it's all wild yeast yeah and that yeast there's a good chance that, that that the yeast strain being used in country a is very different than their home country and they would never be able to replicate that beer
1: one of the interesting points on there was that uh, saccharomyces uh, cerevisiae actually is found all over the world so it wouldn't be that dissimilar it's just a matter of um, you know sanitation Mm-hmm. the practices if you know they weren't open fermenting which even back you know from some of the recipe books there there's pictures of the the kettles and stuff and they're all closed off yeah um you know it, they made, made mention of uh, the vikings who used beer for like every celebration ever that they had um and then it would've been pretty easy to tell when your beer was bad when you were able to brew so much um whereas you know like Countries that didn't have a strong uh, barley crop, you couldn't brew nearly as often. It would take a lot more experimentation uh, to figure out if, you know, what yeast was good and what wasn't. Kyle, what do you have to say about it?
2: I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. I, I didn't get to hear the beginning of the, co- beginning sure. of the conversation. you were dropping It's okay. No, it's just
1: taking a whiz. <laughs> uh, by the way, we. Switched over beers. We're drinking the uh, dogfish head romantic, romantic chemistry. chemistry IPA. Uh, and this has a bunch of fruit in it. India Pale Ale brewed with mangoes, apricots, and ginger. Apricots? Yep.
0: Apricots.
1: Apricots.
3: It's that ginger, man. God. I don't like this beer, and that's why.
1: I just, I hate ginger. We got the Lemurian uh, kind of guy. The uh, I was too, but I still like this beer. Avery Bug Zapper. Have you had that, guy? <sighs> no. Fucking it's, awesome. It's so bad. It's lime, ginger, and mint. Uh, Berliner Weiss.
2: i give it a whirl. It's fucking awesome. We need to try it when we Terrible. finish. You have it here? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'd definitely try it. <laughs> Jeff hates
1: it. It's so good. It's like drinking a uh, ginger a, ale a, um,
2: with mint. What do you call that cocktail? Moscow Mule. Moscow Mule.
1: Um, I don't know. I really enjoy it. Uh, what else you got, Jeff? Oh, hey, real quick, actually, before uh, we jump into something else, did you see that uh, Bourbon County has got a new beer coming out this year? No, uh, Goose Island has a new Bourbon County beer coming out. They're doing a uh, wheat wine. Oh, right, yeah, that's going to be one of the variants. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's replacing anything. Apparently, wheat wine. Yeah, Bourbon Barrel. Um, What's going to be like wheat wine 50, fifteen like? and a half
2: percent? the boulevard wheat wine? Yeah. Um It's the only wheat wine that I've that I like that I or that I we've had higher ABV that I've really liked. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, it's not rye on rye. Is it that, is
1: that no, a wheat wine base? it's uh, no. more of a rye wine, I guess if anything. Kreider at Second Shift did one a few years ago that I thought was was pretty good after some time. Um I am
2: become death. Yeah,
3: that's I couldn't remember. I'm like it wasn't Greenbridge? It's
2: yeah.
1: Which I forget, it's a reference to a book, but, uh...
2: Harvest Dance.
1: Harvest, yeah, that beer was good, you're right. Yeah, I like that. Um, I've never been a big fan of
3: wheat wines. Really? Yeah. I okay. did like Iron Become ba- Death. I liked the barrel-aged version a lot, but I'm I'm not a big fan of that style. It's very different. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I've ever had a... Is the... is Harvest Dance wasn't barrel-aged, right? No. Yeah, no, it was not. It would be interesting to see what the barrels add, if they add anything.
2: Um... Taking a wheat wine and adding a little like smokiness to it would be, I don't know. I, I feel like it's weird because wheat wines are kind of sweet. Sure. And adding that smokiness to it, I mean, I guess the bourbon factor makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It
1: could be good. We'll find out in yeah. four months, I guess. Uh, but anyway, the uh, the other big th- topic we had for the night was uh, Jester King.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. I knew there was another one I had such a- <clears throat>
1: So, if you guys listened to the show a while back, last summer, I think it was, Jester King pulled out of a big beer festival uh, that Wicked Weed was hosting because Wicked Weed uh, sold out to Anheuser. Well, they're doing it again.
3: Beavertown Brewery has sold out to Heineken. Who? Beavertown? I don't even Beaver, know. Beavertown, Beaverton. I think it's Beaverton. Beaverton. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's another brewery somewhere. Uh, but they sold out to Heineken, and they were getting ready to have another big, giant festival that Jester King had signed on for. They had a, they did at least
1: one, if not two, collaborations they with them. They have one that's out, that just came out, and they had another one. Like, they, like in the tanks. Yeah, in the tanks. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, so Jester King has, has pulled out of their, their festival. They said, well, you know, we can't stop you from using our name on these collabs, but this will be the last contact we ever have with you. We love you guys. We think you're really cool, but... You're no longer independent, so GTFO. They,
1: they did request that they didn't have their names on the bottles hmm. uh, the new, for the new beer. They requested, but they said... We- they, they can't tell them not to, right. um, I guess, but, which I don't see why not. Like, What, what difference does it make? There's got to be some, something legal there they could do to get their I would logo think. taken off of it or something.
3: Yeah, I don't know, unless maybe they signed a contract before it started. Possibly. Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't really know. Uh, apparently Heineken has a pretty bad history in the beer world that I didn't really know about, um, specifically overseas. Uh, I had never heard
3: any of this stuff that was listed in the article. Chester can put out a big press release saying, look, we're done, and here's why. I mean, it was it a was long, it was, you know, several hundred words. Oh, it is
1: Beavertown, by the way. It is? Yeah, okay. I thought it was 10. Whatever.
3: But, like, Heineken has been accused, and I, I haven't had a chance to read all of the stories, but they've got links to all of these accusations. I'm going to
1: read this one paragraph real quick about Heineken. Uh, this is...
3: Uh... Well, we've only got 20 minutes left. Let's open another beer while you're reading.
1: Okay. Oh, uh, let's do that so your favorite breweries haven't ever been, haven't ever used a brand to hold taps back from Irish craft breweries while mocking them or received a 31 and pound fine for breaking competition laws in Greece, or been accused of allowing the widespread sexual abuse of employees or agreed to a financial settlement with its workers of the Demo- democratic Republic of Congo, after being accused of collaborating with a rebel movement to breach workers' rights or been challenged over involvement in labor broken, broken practices in South Africa. Further reports that detail relationships with dictators, tax evasion, human rights failures, and even operating within genocidal regimes are also deeply worrying. So Heineken's been accused of all that kind of stuff. So Heineken's <laughs> been in Africa for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and apparently they, this, that, this is, most of this stuff is all stuff that has happened in Africa.
3: That's what I say. I mean, that's why the way it's, they make it sound. Yeah. I don't know how many other dictators, war-torn countries and you know that kind of sure. stuff are outside of Africa.
1: But, I mean, I understand you're wanting to separate yourself from that, and it actually kind of makes me feel like uh, I don't want to drink Lagunitas anymore either, even though I kind, of, I had kind of gotten over um, my hang-ups on that. But, Jesus, if all those things are true about Heineken, like putting yourself into bed with a company like that just seems really even yeah. More a, you
3: know, whether they are still family, quote-unquote, family-owned or not. I know that, like... Jimmy Heineken still owns it. It's not Jimmy, but I think it's Julie. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's you know, Mrs. Heineken still owns and operates that company. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, which I had always thought was really cool. I'm like, wow, you know, brewery's been open for a couple hundred years and it's still family owned and operated. Uh, but no, I mean, after hearing all that kind of stuff, it's like holy shit. And then, you know, one of my favorite breweries in the world goes and, like you said, gets in bed with them. I mean, it raises a red flag for me as well. But, I mean, again, though, I mean, Lagunitas didn't do any of that. Tony McGee didn't do any of that. It's so. guilt by
1: association, though. No, I you, understand it, that, yeah. I'm sure people in the Lagunitas organization did research on this company and knew that there were accusations of problems like that and said, man, fuck it, we're going to go with them anyway. Yeah, a billion dollars a billion dollars.
3: <laughs> I get it. I know yeah. what you're saying there, and, you know, I agree with you to an extent, but I don't know, man.
1: Everybody's got a price. Yeah, it, I, I yeah, for sure.
3: I mean, for a billion dollars, I'd kick a kitten. <laughs> How much? Just one. I would kick more than
2: one. <laughs> uh, How many kittens would would what would be the cutoff for a billion All dollars? All of the kittens. They have cats. I, I don't. I don't know. Like I don't, I'm not five a cat or guy. six. I don't think I could go over six.
3: At seven kittens. You're like no, yeah, no, seven I'm billion's sorry. not worth it. It's like, I'll kick six kittens
1: for a billion dollars. It's 120 billion, 150 billion per cat, or 150
3: million per cat. Okay. Wow. No, I, I I'd kick considerably more <laughs> if the rule was every one you ever stumbled across. Like if you're in a park and there's a little girl with a kitten on a leash, you gotta go and just pump that fucker right out of her hand
1: <laughs> for the rest of your life. Well, the yep. rest of your life, you have to kick every kitten you come across. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy Is my billion Is that or dollars. just cat?
3: Uh, I'm saying kitten. Okay. It's not once like a, you- Once a kitten's gotten older, you know, you can let them go.
2: They're almost dead anyways, but no. i kick j- my dogs. <laughs> both like I had to punt my dog. Yeah. For a billion dollars? I would punt your dog for a billion dollars. <laughs> I don't know that I could punt my dog. Really? Yeah. I would punt your dog for you. No, I the one laid on my pillow and farted my face and blew my hair up like this. <laughs> I still don't think I could punt it.
3: Yeah. No.
2: A billion dollars. Yeah, I know. I
3: think my wife might shoot me. You, <laughs> you Kelly, get to spend any of the money. Any child that you ever had, any yeah. grandchildren, any grandchildren's grandchildren never have to work I would or kick worry you. about money.
2: I wouldn't kick Would you kick me what, for 82 cents? What
1: stops it at kittens or puppies at that point? Now it becomes babies. Those babies? Yeah, okay? I couldn't kick a baby.
3: I don't, <laughs> is it my baby? You got to kick your baby. I don't know if I could do that. I consider it. I mean, how hard? I, I mean, we just how talk, hard can, are you kicking the cat? Can I put my foot on the baby's chest and just push? Is I'd that do all that. you have to do to the kid? No.
2: Like, you have to line up like you're kicking a 40 yard field goal. Yeah, I don't I don't think I could. You got to take 8 steps.
3: I don't think I could kick my <laughs> kid. I might be able to kick a kid, but never your kid.
1: <laughs> nah, I couldn't do it. I'd pass on the money you, whatever. There's a billion dollars you
3: wouldn't kick many one time. I would no. Oh, I don't God. think so.
1: I think every day I'd wake up and I, I would just feel like the biggest piece of shit. I never oh, hit. How well, you can
3: Minnie would in an hour it'd be like, "Oh, hey man, what's up?" I would know.
1: Yeah, well. I
3: would also know from my island. That'd be cool. I'm all right with it. I'd never so. hit a bitch, but I shake the shit out of her.
1: It's Chris Rock. <laughs> Yeesh.
2: <laughs> we don't use that word here. Bitch. Uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> He's racist. Yeah,
1: sometimes. I'm pretty sure I would punt one of my kids for a billion. Jason Batterson, At least my teenagers. A teenager's a different story. No, you got to oh, kick them when kick, they're a baby. You yeah, you kick one. No, uh, you could really hurt
3: one. You could really kill a baby if you you could really kill a puppy or a kitten if you kicked it. Yeah, but that's just a puppy or a kitten. Who gives a shit? Well, somebody does. That's somebody. you don't know. Yeah, somebody loves that animal. Eh, Maybe.
1: (laughs) What if it's feral? No one loves them. Maybe if I pretended like it was going to attack me, I wouldn't. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think I could do it. It I would have no qualms.
3: Not a kid.
2: I don't think I'd kick my kid. I hope. As not. a baby.
3: As a baby. Not even for a billion. Right now, dollars.
2: Ryan is uh turning sixteen in how how long? Thirty minutes. Twenty two minutes? Twenty two minutes. Would you kick her in the stomach for a billion? Oh in the
3: stomach? Yeah. Oof. No. Yeah. No. Not in the stomach. Not in the stomach, not in the head. Anywhere else. If you'd split it with her, would you? Like, if I kick her? Oh, of course, I'd split it with her. I mean, I know, just but if you're kid. like, "Hey, Ryan, I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: kick hey, you right in the stomach," you know, oh, I here's I what he would, would do. he would be like, "Hey, Ryan, somebody's gonna give me a million dollars if they, <laughs> <laughs> if you let me kick you in the stomach, I'll split, I'll split it with you, five hundred no, grand." <laughs> I'd tell
3: Tammy that. <laughs> not Ryan. I don't. I don't think I could do it, to Ryan. I would kick her in the ass. Like hard. Yeah. Hmm. You're not gonna cause any damage there. I mean, I might hurt for a minute.
2: I think Ryan would let me. Who's going to hurt more, you or Ryan, if you care in the stomach? Me? I <laughs> like physically. Well, no, obviously her. I don't know. Um, can you get your leg up that high? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a billion dollars. I'll axe kick you right in the face. <laughs> I don't think you're
1: axe kicking anyone. We only got a few minutes left, but I had one more thing I wanted to bring up. Uh,
3: what beer is this that we're
1: drinking? Gothic oh, yeah. Castle West Coast Yeah, uh, This is from Mile Wide Brewing, Gothic Castle. It's actually pretty tasty. Um, did you see? Uh, you actually you probably didn't. So uh, this is stupid. Uh, I'll just tell you about it, not asking nice right, cool. you. Cool. So yeah. Uh, Sierra Nevada has been accused of deceptive dating on their packaging for their uh, party pack. They're like Dayton Miners? Yes. Uh, their party pack boxes. Heineken. Hmm. <laughs> Um, the dates on the boxes have one date listed. All the beers on the inside were listed several months before that, up up, up to three months. Um, So they're packaging, they're dating when the bottles got put together on the boxes, not when the beer was actually brewed. I'll be damned. Uh, that's one of the shittiest things I've seen in a long time. A brewery, yeah. a, a brewery do a, a good, well-respected
2: brewery. I just had Big Dogs from uh, Sierra Nevada and Shamrocks uh, last uh, Thursday. Yeah, I wish I would have known that then. <laughs> um, it's not that old, and the comment.
1: A lot of the comments were, "It's not that old, but it's bullshit, and fuck them for doing that." Why would you ever risk? Like, you don't think people are gonna? The people that are going to look at a date on a box, aren't going to also check the date on their bottles, or they just assume you're naive enough to not check the beers when you drink them. Could it have been an honest mistake? That's the other thing. You know, I, I don't know that I've seen any uh, response. This was this was just today. Somebody posted on Reddit with pictures. But um, so, like, if, if I mean,
2: thirty days for an IPA is a big deal. No, nah, I don't think so. I, I think you can get sixty on a most. No, IPAs. what I'm saying is. If, if it's 30 days behind. Oh, sure. Or yeah. then what front you, front you think of, you're yeah, buying. Yeah. yeah, that is a big deal. Um, I don't know. It's,
1: it's really crappy. And I really respect Sierra Nevada. I think they make some awesome beer. And I think they're one of the breweries that could have easily sold out over the last handful of years and, and didn't. I'm sure there was offers. Um, I don't know. I think they're too big to sell.
3: I mean, you know, I don't think you'll ever see a brewery that size. You know, like a Sierra Nevada or a Ballast Point or a Lagunitas or a Goose Island. So I just don't uh, see it. You know, I, I think, don't see I it.
1: They're just too big. <laughs> you guys heard anything from Magic Hat in a while? Didn't they close? No, no one has, and that's why they're coming out with a beer called Laughing Stock. Really? Yeah, mm. they put out this. Uh, they. <laughs> I know they're not available in Missouri anymore. They're not. Um, Apparently, they're not available many places because all of their brewers got mad that whenever they went out to a beer bar in the area, even in Vermont, they never had Magic Hat on. Really? And they're blaming uh, beer snobs and name droppers Mm -hmm. on their lack of uh, business.
3: I blame it because they make crappy beer.
1: Their lack of innovation on anything and... Failing I mean, to keep up with any kind of trends
2: in the industry. You can't
3: hang your hat on number nine, no matter how magic it is. I mean, it wasn't a good beer.
2: Our first year, Apricot we IP with no hops in it. What was the stout they had that we all really liked? Um, Heart of Stone. Heart of Darkness. Heart of Darkness, yeah. It's actually good. Uh, they really, had a really couple of decent yeah. beers.
3: Um, they yep. had another one that I actually did like.
1: They, they made a double IPA as they're like, okay, fine. We're doing a beer for the beer nerds. like It's the least like trendy of trends we've, right now. We've
3: got the magnet on our water heater back there. yeah It's round, white. It's got like a tree on it. Uh, it's the only magic hat beer that I ever really liked. Wow. Elder Betty. Oh, Elder Betty. Yeah, oh, yeah. Elder they actually Betty still make that. Really that was a good beer.
1: beer. Um, but they came out and just blasted. Such a small group of of beer drinkers and blame them on their failure as a business. I think it's a it's pretty crappy. Oh,
3: there's one way to to really get back in the good graces of the beer community yeah. is tell the how
1: yeah tell all the beer nerds how bad they are. Yeah. The, the guys are the ones on the websites rating your beers. You know, right, yeah, that that'll do it. Yeah, so laughing stock is their new double IPA, IPA they're putting out. Circus Boy so, was
2: another one that we had. Yeah, be And I, and I think that's the only one that ticket to rye. I don't know if you guys remember that. Nope. So we've got
3: uh I've got a uh well we got about uh 5 minutes left here of the show. Uh I'm going to ask you guys a question. I already know what the answer is, but I think for, we can make it a a quick little discussion. Okay. On, on July 25th, we I I'm not supposed to advertise this date at all. July 25th. Don't tell anybody about July 25th. At July 26th, okay? We will be the first bar in Missouri to sell sweet uh sweet water. Yeah. Uh the all the people from Sweetwater are coming in. They're going to have a, a kickoff party. A bunch of cry people will be here. A bunch of uh Sweetwater people will be here. Um and like I said, I'm not supposed to to advertise it at all. But July twenty fifth. July twenty fifth. I'm not allowed to tell anybody about yeah. it. <coughs> I really want to call these guys out on the four twenty thing with Lagunitas.
2: You can't. But I can't, right? Why not? You already uh, bought you're already buying their beer and putting it on tap. What do they care? Because you're hosting them and you can't insult them. If
1: if you can't have a I say le- I'm on Kyle's if here. you can't have a legitimate conversation about a topic like that, then I I, I don't know. I, I think there's if you do it professionally and tactfully, I don't see why you can't talk about that.
2: Yeah, I, I think, I think if, there's a I, way I, to I think do if, it. But. If I invite you over to my house be like, hey, can you and uh, Lynn come over for dinner? And we sit down and be like, uh, Magic the card game is for fucking nerds. You'd be kind of like, like that was the first thing that I'd say. I'm just saying. You can't insult them whenever you have you them in have your house. You have to go at
1: it in that you know, mindset or that, that uh, tone like, like, hey, let me hear you guys' side of the story on the the Lagunitas 420 thing. Yeah, we really only heard Tony's side, right? Like he was much more outspoken about it than yeah, uh, sure. Sweetwater was.
3: For the record, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Sweetwater has a beer called 420 IPA, and they sent Lagunitas a C and D, which seems to be a, a new thing uh, in the St. Louis brewing
1: community. Yeah. Uh, anyways, a lot of friendly breweries here doing that.
3: Yeah. I don't know about this. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyways, sent Lagunitas a C and d uh, saying that they are no longer allowed to use 420 on any of their swag. All right, Lagunitas doesn't have a beer called 420 or anything else. They would just put it anywhere, anywhere and everywhere on their swag. Just the number's 420 because they're super potheads.
2: I've not had so, marijuana before, but I heard it's nice. And I hear that... Uh, that Leganese loves it, and I don't know why they wouldn't want to put that all over their stuff. So, why would Sweetwater want to be pissed off at them about it? It's totally
3: against
1: the the pot culture. Yeah,
3: and I don't I don't understand. It really turned me off of
1: Sweetwater. Sweetwater is running a business, not a culture. You know, not a lifestyle.
3: Oh, you can't advertise that lifestyle if you're not going to preach that or you know live it.
1: Just posers. Uh, uh, people have always used. Hot as a posers, yes, yeah, As an advertisement for what they think they want people to think about their company and stuff, and I think four twenty is a ridiculous thing to be able to like trademark or uh, C and D against because it's been around for so long. Um, I will agree on that, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think you could still talk to him about it, but bring it up as more a dope of a uh, let way, me get. Yeah. you Hey, can I get your side on that? We always. You know, we, we knew what we heard here in St. Louis. We never heard much on your guys' side of the argument. I'd love to get your side just for uh, story purposes. That's a good idea. It's yeah.
3: a nice way of doing it. And I think that's a very respectable yeah. thing to do.
1: As long as you don't attack
3: you know, him. No, no. So I think, you know, I mean, maybe they'd, t- they'd tell me. I'd be like, oh, you know, it actually makes a whole lot of sense. Sure. and You know, I could uh, regain that
1: respect for them. Yeah. So. All right. On that note, uh, I think we it's about time for us tonight.
2: Yeah, I think so. Pretty decent show there, boys. Yeah, yeah. It was okay.
1: We're gonna drink the six mile bridge <laughs> during, uh, during after dark. Uh, by the way, yeah, after dark you can check it out on patreoncom slash room if you want to uh, listen to our bonus show we do every week. You can get on there and see the deets. That's details, guys. Should Remember we check uh, our uh, our morning
2: our, recovery? Morning recovery before we uh, go. We'll
3: save ourselves for uh, our hangover tomorrow. You know what I like?
1: What? Drinking. Is there anything yeah. you don't like? <laughs> Hangovers. Oh, that's yeah. a <laughs> All
3: right, boys. We will see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.